Hey, Church fam, it's John, Omar, and Kyle's behind the camera, and this is the Divine Hustle Show for church creators. Collectively, we have over three decades helping the local church from full-time paid staff positions at a mega church to being a part of a local church plant as unpaid volunteers, and our heart is to equip the local church, reach more people with their, their creativity. So whether you're on staff at a church or you're a volunteer, this podcast is for you. In today's episode, we're going to talk about what Divine Hustle means to us and the five pillars of what we're building Divine Hustle on. Yep. Uh, thanks so much for listening. And um, yeah, we're so I mean, I guess we can go straight to it. Um, Divine Hustle essentially is this idea. Um, and sometimes we can be have a misconception of what it means to, you know, work. Um, you know, a lot of times work and grace and all this stuff kind of gets uh confused Um, but we found that legit god blesses work god blesses hard work uh god blesses you know when you when you work your field when you work your land and we found that it's this idea um that that we do what we can do and god will do what we cannot do um and uh, you know we have this also mentality of this 200 percent thing like you know, when, whenever we put our hands to something, we're going to do it like it's up to us, and then we're going to pray like it's up to God. That's right. And collectively, we can achieve 200%, and we actually want to create, like, probably a, a shirt one of these days <laughs> that just literally says 200, 200%. like the 100 emoji. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's kind of like the heart. I think I just don't, you know, I would say, like, one of, one of my pet peeves, and I love small groups. Small groups like my life. Like, me and my wife uh, oversee the small groups at City Light, and... I love it. I love the discussions, but sometimes it does reveal a lot of what people's uh, perspective is on 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 waiting, or even right. like their perspective on their call on their life, or what they're supposed to do in life. And you know, I would say Erwin McManus is kind of like the opposite. And when it can't, when it comes to thinking this way, um, you know, that I'm just waiting for my calling. I'm right. waiting for God to show me what to do. I'm waiting for. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. When when like I would say. I think God just wants us to wants us to go. Like right. just go for it. Just just yeah. try the thing. Just mess up. Do the stuff. Do Take use with what step. you have. Take that first step. Yeah. Uh and 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 he'll bless as you move. Like I, I wrote this down last year, like my you know, my family, we have like a theme every year. And it was just simply like walk. Like yeah. this idea of walking in obedience. But uh, I wrote this down. It's like when you begin to walk, that's when God begins to work. And that's kind of just the reality. It's just a, this is a partnership. You know, we are in a partnership with God in whatever you're doing in life. Like, don't do anything alone. Don't don't try to don't try to even lead God from doing it. But like, yeah. do it alongside. God wants to do this with you. And right. so that's even just the heart in general um, of Divine Hustle is that it's this partnership with God, and it's not excusing the fact that we we cannot work hard. We could definitely work hard, and that God would bless that hard work yeah eventually it's it's god giving us the strength energy innovation that mindset he's the one that inspires us to continue to work every single breath that we take is from god and he wants to continue to fuel that creativity fuel that inspiration and continue to uh use us to bless and impact others so that's definitely something that like we take to heart and definitely is like the foundation of what we do and what's so cool and what, what's been so cool about City Light, I would say for all three of us, there's just been this approach to it on a, a very mature, like we we just feel way more mature 
in our in our roles for the church, you know, and just like our approach, I would say, well, you know, like we would we we all previously have had our experiences with church where we got burnt out, oh, yeah. and we take full responsibility <laughs> of that burnout. Which, by the way, if you oh, feel yeah. burnt out, That's take take ownership of that. Yeah. It's not it's not your pastor. It's not it's it's you either not communicating right. enough or it's you not protecting yourself. Uh, you know, rest is real. And um, and I'm not saying to get lazy, but yeah. you know, if you're feeling burnt out, the likelihood is you're trying to do your own thing, or you're trying to you're trying to you're trying to do something. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you don't want to take the ownership sometimes. Like I've heard a lot of like, oh, it's bad leadership or bad whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. bro, Did that's you that's all you, bro. Properly? Like, what what resources do you need to fulfill you know your volunteer like work or or what you need to serve? You know, if you're the one only spending the money on bringing two, three dozen donuts to, to church in the morning. No one asks you to do that. You just kind of like put a expectation on yourself. Right. To, I'm the guy that yourself, brings the donuts. Man. And like, you know, maybe you had like a tough financial seat and you're like, why am I the one always? You put that on yourself. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Self-inflicted frustrations, man. Uh, but all that to say, I, I say that because I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I could speak for myself in this. I'm able to do more for yeah. City Light Church than I've been able to do when I was paid full-time staff to do one job. Uh, and I think that comes just because of my perspective. You know, I, yeah. Number one, I ask God to increase my capacity, right. and then I don't complain when I feel overwhelmed. And then I, I also ask God to give me margin. I don't only want to be a, a financial contributor to the church, right. but I also want to be my, I want my hands to be used yeah. at the church. I want to be a part of building the church right. on a, on, on beyond just like a financial thing. And here's, here's the thing too. Like if you are on staff at a church, like energy management is, is huge. You know, there's a lot of times where like, there's a lot of expectations that your pastor or leaders put on you as a staff member. And you kind of have to, you kind of get burned out because you feel like you have to fulfill those roles, but you gotta, you gotta understand being on staff for just volunteering you choose where to open up those margins in your life where you're like, where you find the energy, like where do you get energy from? Is it from being with people or is it by being by yourself and just cuddling up and reading a book? Like where do you get that energy from? And we really honestly hope that this is an opportunity to to help you discover what that is and, and help you not get burned out, but give you also the tools and resources for you to go further (laughs) <laughs> yeah no yeah but like legit so i would say hustle without its divinity yeah. will run dry yeah. will be burned out but w- so when good. you couple it with what god's you know when you i guess you could say god breathed hustle yeah. divine hustle uh you like you get to operate in a place of 200 yeah. percent, and uh so that that that's our transition and i hope that resonates with you but our transition into how we actually are going to do that right. we have kind of uh based off of what we can help with uh, the three of us, Kyle Anderson, Omar Takori, John Mediana, yeah. we felt like we can help with five different areas when it comes to churches uh, and and help as much as we can. And obviously, as this as this grows and as time goes on, we will evolve and things could change, but we're hoping that we would change. We would get better and all those things. Um, good. Which is, change is awesome. Change is the only constant, friend. Bam. Um, but the first thing is church production. We want to we tackle... Uh, the Sunday, your Sunday service, you know, the service flow, you know, how the countdowns from, from the slides and pro presenter and, and sound and, and sermon capturing uh, and, and broadcasting and, 
those along those lines, church production, I, I would say sometimes I like I think one of those things that just hit a ceiling at some point and you don't really try to try something new right. uh, and things like that. So we want to help with your service or your church production. Right. Uh, and then the second thing. Yeah, the second thing uh, we want to tackle is worship. And a lot of this is uh, like Kyle, you know, has a lot of experience in the worship sector where it comes to backtracking or how to make worship sound more fuller. Is that even a word? Fuller? Yeah, making your... Big. Like, dude, it's so cool. Before City Light, we kind of were just helping a lot of other churches in the city yeah. uh, in Vegas. And, you know, one of the churches here in town maybe had a band of like three people. Right. <laughs> and uh, they asked Kyle if they if he can help. And he like went in and helped. And I went to the service. I was like, bro, this sounds like there's 10 people on stage. And like, you might be in that position where you are, you're, and that's, that's another thing we want to help with. But if you are low on help, right. you could still achieve a great product, I guess yeah. you could say. So, I mean, in worship, uh, Kyle's going to have your back on that. And we'll yeah. also always bring, we'll bring people on too to talk about certain aspects of these things. Sure, like pro presenter, you know, pro presenter, lighting, all that stuff adds to the worship experience, you know? The third pillar is going to be uh, social. And so social is kind of just how you use these free platforms yeah. uh, to engage with your church throughout the week, uh, to, to, to present yourself in a good way because now so, your social media platforms are now your website. Yeah. Um, it no longer people are no longer no longer are people going on websites and making a decision whether they're going to come to church or not. They're looking at your Instagram grid. They're looking at your Facebook. They're watching a sermon or two, and then they're making a decision to step through your guys's doors. So, like, what are you doing week? You know, Monday through Saturday on social media. What are you doing on Sunday? How are you using Sunday? to fulfill your Monday through Saturday, because obviously when church ends on Sunday, it's, you know, it's all for yourself. You got to yeah. go fend for yourself. Yeah. And so reverse engineering your Sunday so that it can actually work your week yeah. on a social standpoint. And we also believe that that church, when they first start, when you first start a church, you automatically have two campuses. One is your physical campus where you uh, meet for up sure. and, and you congregate, right? And you worship together. The other campus is your online campus, right? Like everything that's online about your church that's what your brand is and what the church brand is and what people see about your community about your culture and that's when they make the decision whether or not they want to show up on on you know your actual campus or not so For sure it's so important because we believe that the local church has the greatest message on planet earth 100 that will help free people right the message of jesus and to not to have that greatest message and not have a platform to share that message it's it's just so key in 2019 or today whenever if you're listening to this in 2019 2020 2025 like it's just so key to understand that there are two different campuses mm -hmm. and one is online campus for sure and that's what yeah. social media and i think just a power tip um as uh, as before we go to the next thing when it comes to social i think this helped somebody when i was just in conversation with him he was doing social media for his youth ministry uh and i said man just the perspective you can have for your social media platforms is simply pastoring the kids through the social media app yeah. platform. So what is ever, whatever that looks like, fill it, fill it in. That's the that's the creative nice. lid. I guess you could say is I keep saying lid a lot in this podcast. <laughs> that's that's like that's your way of running free. Is yeah. how can we pastor this our followers? You know, right. like I think a misconception with using the platforms is for information rather than like stewardship. Right. Like you're just like, hey, come to this, come to that, come to this, come to that. We yeah. have this going on, we have that going on. Versus like, hey, what worship song are you just on rotation right now? Mm -hmm. uh, 
hey, what's what, what's your favorite Bible verse that right. you know? What verse are you standing on right now for your family? Like, or, you know, a a pastor, could we sit down and shoot uh, ten two minute clips so we can drop those? You know, once a day for two weeks and just quick devotion. Like, how can you pastor your church through your social media platform? But we're gonna help with those ideas and how that can kind of look like. And yeah. so, yeah, the the fourth thing is gonna be creative 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 will be kind of like your uh, your testimonials yeah. your your conference promos your recaps your, your conference recaps or event baptism, recaps baptisms you know, all that kind of stuff how, how to outside maybe uh outside of the sunday service like how to use video that would work on sunday but also work on those social media platforms yeah. and so yeah creative is kind of like that flow of stuff, just cool videos and things like that. Yeah. And I think the last thing is very important, probably uh, the one that's not as emphasized as much when it comes to church, and that is? Strategy. Strategy. Strategy is huge because, I mean, again, we have this amazing message, but if no one's listening or no one knows where to find this message, right? It's, it's, if it's not discoverable, no one's going to hear it. And like that message could change someone's life and reach somebody in a most impactful way. But again, if there's no strategy behind it, like whether it's paid ads or, you know, organic reach or, or how you title a message or, you know, how to find all these things, then you're kind of like, it's kind of just creating something and no one's watching it. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I think part of that strategy, it doesn't mean, I don't mean strategy all the time. We don't mean that as right. in like Facebook ads and Instagram ads, yeah. which is cool. And you could probably learn very like surface level, awesome stuff for those things. Right. But it's like the strategy to decide to post our sermon on YouTube versus Vimeo or mm -hmm. our own, our own archive system on our website, yeah. because people are on YouTube. Yeah. Why don't we just put it on YouTube? Um, things like that, like yeah. the str strategies don't always have to mean, you know, uh, those things like Facebook ads, but it could also mean like your content calendar, like right. strategy strategies so that you can do everything you need to do on Monday, social media wise. So you can focus on everything else m Tuesday through Friday. Yeah. Uh, those are, those are also in the longs, uh, along the lines of strategy. Um, and, and yeah, things like that. So yeah. we're, my, we're my favorite strategy is thinking mobile first, right? Like we live in a mobile first culture. Right. Well, Are you still can... taking photos holding the camera this way? <laughs> turn it, man. I did. Turn yeah. the I turn the camera it. sideways. Uh, no, we, legit. Like I think I think this is a decision that every church kind of has to make. Is right. we're gonna start doing the way we're gonna capture content is is gonna be like seventy five twenty five uh, eighty twenty. Like for seventy five percent of the time, we're gonna take photos vertical. We're gonna shoot videos vertical. And 25% of the time, we're going to do horizontal pictures and horizontal videos. Why is that important? It's important because, like, that's just the language. I think the language we, number one, I, I mean, how about for, if you're going to, okay, you're asking me that question. So I'm going to answer that question. <laughs> uh, number one is, I, I love this term, but it's screen real estate. Yeah. Uh, are you trying to, are you, stu like, I would say this is a stewardship question. Like, we, we have the, if you have the ability to do something, but you come up halfway, did you steward that decision? Did you steward that process? So the reason why we really prioritize vertical everything is because it takes up most of your phone. And again, the commodity is attention. We're trying to we're trying to get the attention of our people. We're trying to get the attention. We're trying to break. Uh, you know, if we can get two more seconds than everybody else can, then cool. We just got two seconds. But a lot of the time, that comes by standing out, and you can do that by taking up more of people's screens. And yeah. so, yeah, like when we do when we cut up. 
yes, the sermon is filmed horizontal, but when we cut up social clips, it's it's 1080 by 1350. Uh, you know, when we when we take pictures, it's 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 posted long form, and you know, it's for stories because stories is long form, and so. Yeah. Dude, when I see these carousels of, of <laughs> horizontal, I'm like, dude, all you had to do is either, I would rather you square it yeah. than post it, uh, you know, horizontal. horizontal. That's like using the least amount of real estate, but also like another pet peeve. I mean, for mine, if you if you don't know that 80% of the world is using sound off, like they don't really have, like, they'll turn on the sound, you'd probably want to add closed captioning to your sermons or right. closed captioning to your post because I, people read for a sure. lot more. Dude, the workflow we kind of have right now as far as like micro clips and stuff is uh, Pastor Javen will kind of send, he'll email me time codes of the sermon that, you know, that we chose to go with for the YouTube channel. And I would cut up those, you know, I would it would be two or three, one for the church, one for his account. And I used to just simply post it. And then you... You, I could feel myself, I could feel our content not, you know, hitting as hard as everybody else is. Right. And so now I take the time. Yeah. I take the time to caption at least 60 seconds. If it exceeds 60 seconds, that's okay. You'll want somebody about the time they hit, mm -hmm. I watch this on IGTV or whatever, but at least the first 60 seconds, take the extra 15 minutes mm -hmm. and, and caption whatever you, you know, you're posting yeah. on, uh, on Instagram or Facebook. It just the little things like that. Those, those are strategy tips that don't necessarily have to do with money more than it does right. with maybe just a little bit of time or a little bit of intentionality. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just the, those are the five pillars that we really feel like we can help your church with. Um, but again, I think more than anything, we can't do this without your input. That's right. Our heart is to build a community of creatives. Our heart is to build a community of people who want to help the local church, big C church. And, uh, yeah. but I mean, I also know there, I mean, I, I'm also very, I'm very straight up, but there's also this selfish, selfish aspect to it that legit take what we're saying yeah. for your church, take what, what other Quiet, people are saying, reformat it. Do what you got to do to make it work for your church because that's the heart um, for this whole thing is that your church would be better because of uh, something you kind of learned from us. But uh, but yeah, the way to do that, though, is literally DM us any mm -hmm. questions or any concerns, any pain points you have. That's at Divine Hustle on Instagram or you can go on DivineHustle.com. And we really want to build this podcast based off of your pain points and your questions and ultimately kind of even meet you. We want we want to know the people that this is resonating with yeah. and we kind of would know that based off of your uh, um, your response or your questions that you send in. And I even think building relationships. I, I can see two years from now us going to your church yep. and, and meeting you and saying, dude, it's so crazy. It's been two years and I remember when you first asked that question, but like, look what you guys have been able to do. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Meeting you at conferences and things like that. So yeah, be in our DMs. You could slide slide on through homies mm -hmm. slide thick but uh we we hope you uh, appreciate that we really hope this resonates with you and if you if it does why don't you hit that subscribe button if you're not already subscribed yeah. if you aren't subscribed to the YouTube channel subscribe it as well you can hit the bell so you get notified when we drop yeah. videos and we're going to do our best to be consistent we're going to do our best to stick to a schedule uh whether that be Tuesdays and Thursdays for video drops or Mondays and Wednesdays uh we'll be We'll do our best, um, but best, best, best. other than that, we hope that you have an awesome week and we will catch you in the next podcast. Peace.